The Getting Worked Podcast, Mike's getting tipsy He drink a lot of beer and he drink a lot of whiskey When he's not doing that, probably watching wrestling Talking about the beers and it's so interesting Mike's online, you can give him a follow End of the day, he be cleaning out the tacos No better podcast if you ask me Getting Worked, you can leave off the last G Driving in your car, getting worked Slacking at your job, getting worked the DMV getting worked in the VIP getting work out getting worked getting work get getting work getting work getting work get getting work getting work getting work get getting work getting work getting work get getting work Christmas comes early this year, people. I'm Mike. This is getting worked. How, 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 how. Anyway, welcome back. Another episode we're going to drink later on. But first off, ladies and gentlemen, if you watched AEW Full Gear, cowboy shit! We have a new world champion in All Elite Wrestling, Hangman Adam Page. Uh, If you have not watched AEW Full Gear, uh, Hangman Adam Page versus Kenny Omega, go back and watch that. I had issues with the show, not with any of the matches. I actually had like technical issues with the show. I uh, watched it through... Bleacher Report Live, BR Live, that they're streaming at. I've I've watched a couple things through that app. I think that's where I watched All Out. But I digress. I've I've watched a couple AEW events through the BR Live app. I tuned in like just after seven o'clock last night, the Eastern Time, the uh, pre-show. The buy-in went live at 7 p.m. Eastern, and I immediately noticed that the audio was off. Audio was about like three minutes, eh, not three minutes, probably about a, eh, probably maybe three minutes, like at least two minutes ahead. I'd be hearing the video package, the next video package but watching footage of the video package before it. I'd be watching the footage of Kofi, not Kofi, fuck, Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. 
but I'd be hearing commentary about uh, MJF versus Darby Allen as an example. Frustrating. Watched about the first hour, thinking to myself, hey, maybe it's just the pre-show. You know, the pre-show might be running on a different feed. Maybe when the regular show kicks in, it'll fix itself. It did not. (laughs) The uh, entire pre-show goes by. I'm watching the actual broadcast at 8 o'clock. Fucking awful. The the bell's ringing to start the match while I'm watching the entrances and not 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 an enjoyable experience. It ruined a lot of the MJF Darby Allen match for me. It was it was hard to because it was a great match, but you're hearing the crowd react to moves before they happen visually on the screen. It was distracting. I endured that through MJF Darby Allen and through FTR versus the Lucha Brothers. At that point, I had gotten on the BR Live like Twitter. It wasn't just me. It was a bunch of... It was, I think, everybody who was watching Full Gear through BR Live. Seeing from comments that I'm not going to get a refund because I purchased it through my Roku app. The, the payment information was tied into Roku, and so when I ordered it on BR Live, it was technically bought through Roku. So Bleacher Report kind of dusts their hands off and absolves themselves of responsibility, which is kind of fucking bullshit. Fuck you, Bleacher Report. But... I will say, I got on Roku's, like, customer service chat and was like, hey, can I, like, switch this that purchase from Bleacher Report to Sling because it's the same price? Da, 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 da. They were super helpful, verified the account, and before I knew it, they had issued the refund. Popped over to Sling. Sling.tv, ladies and gentlemen, not a fucking sponsor, but if you're going to watch a pay-per-view and you don't want to use actual pay-per-view, use Sling. Don't use Bleacher Report. I, I, a lot of stuff now is through Fight, the Fight app. Um, use that. That's good from what I understand. Uh, but I, I won't be using Bleacher Report again after that. But I digress. The um, event picked up. It was a little distracting because it was kind of a rough start and then trying to get back into it I really enjoyed the six-man tag of the Bucks and Adam Cole versus Dino. Oh, Dino. I almost called him Dino. Uh, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Christian Cage. That was fine. Everything really started to pick up with, for me, for me, at the women's title match. I, I thought that... Britt Baker is a star. Britt Baker fucking rules. And this this was a good build. I mean, Ty Conti really earned the title shot, and it was a good match. Britt Baker retained, of course. Kingston Punk was... What can I say? That match was fucking incredible. 
if you haven't watched it, I'm going to talk about it, but go back and watch AEW Full Gear. Kingston, Eddie Kingston versus CM Punk. Started off with Eddie Kingston doing a spinning back fist to Punk's neck, dropping him cold. I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, okay, cool, cool. 10 second match. Like, it would be cool to see the match. But if you do this, okay, I'm on board. And it didn't it didn't go that way. Luckily, they they put on an amazing fucking they put on an amazing match, but they put on an amazing environment as well. There, there was a true mood to that match. The, the, the idea that CM Punk is getting booed when he just came back and he's like everybody's favorite guy. So it's interesting to hear that aspect of it. And <laughs> altogether, it's, it's, it's a killer fucking match. I'm not going to go through and spoil what happened. Go watch the match. Except the inner circle versus American top team. Chris Jericho, Santana and Ortiz, Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager versus Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, former guest. Um, Jorge, no, it wasn't Jorge Masvidal. It was um, Andre Arlovsky, um, Junior Dos Santos, and Dan Lambert. This, it, this, this was kind of the category that Chris Jericho falls into the the attraction match he brings the air of legitimacy because he's Chris Jericho he can go in there and be like okay Chris Jericho's really gonna beat the fucking shit out of this dude but still it's old man Chris Jericho like fighting which yeah I get it you gotta do it and I guess this match just didn't hit me the way it might have hit a lot of people for me. This It was cool to see Sammy Guevara get the shine. I want more Santana Ortiz. I want more Jake Hager. I want way more Jake Hager. I think there's a big missed opportunity with a dude that big, that good looking, and that legitimate. Between his college background and his MMA background, he's one of the most legitimate fighters they have in all elite wrestling. So I would love to see less inner circle and more inner circle members dispersed. And and my girlfriend and I talked about this watching it. Don't break them up. I Breaking up groups is, is, it's easy. Cool. They fight, they go their own ways. Hopefully you have some stars. Maybe you don't. I don't think the inner circle should ever like go away from each other or hate each other. Like I never, they should never be in conflict, but I think it's okay for Sammy Guevara to go do his thing. Jericho to do his thing. Hager to do something. Proud and powerful Santana Ortiz to do something separately, not even reference like 
the inner circle. They don't have to wear the vests. It doesn't have to say it on their lower third Chiron. Nothing like that. I think you can get away with them doing shit. Still being cool. Like, being buddies. If... Maybe for like another angle, Jericho gets attacked. Maybe Sammy and Ortiz are the ones that see him off in the ambulance. They don't avenge him, but those are the people that he's friends with backstage. Maybe that kind of a thing for the inner circle for a while. So that way the inner circle gimmick doesn't get old. I love it. Everybody likes it. But I think you need to establish those people as individual stars more. So the match was good. I guess it, it, it was very obvious what was happening. There was a cake. Was there a cake? No, there was a cake in the Mark Sterling thing, right? Was there a cake last night? No, I don't think there was a cake. Jericho, Jericho beat the shit out of Dan Lambert. There was no, there wasn't a cake. He didn't smash a cake in his face. Did he? I just fucking watched the thing last night. I can't remember if he smashed a cake in his face. I might be making that up. Anyway, Jericho attacks Dan Lambert. Maybe there's cake. Maybe there's not. I don't know. But he got the just desserts. Dan Lambert gets his ass kicked. Blah, 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 blah. Inner circle moves on. We take a little bit of a pause. Tony Schiavone takes to the ring. Or, well, takes to the stage. To announce a new signing to All Elite Wrestling. He, he didn't say it was a signing, but you get the vibe immediately. Someone's about to come out. I'm out here to introduce a da 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 Ends up being Jay Lethal coming out. And I guess signing with All Elite Wrestling, which is great. Good for him. I, I've watched Jay Lethal for years. I, I saw him, like a lot of people, I was exposed to him in TNA. I, in particular went to a good amount of Ring of Honor shows in the past five years. I love Ring of Honor shows. Loved. R.I.P. R.I.P. R.O.H. I, I love Ring of Honor shows. And one of the big high points of every time I went was Jay Lethal. Always puts on a great match. Always tells a great story. I saw him all out when he was doing the I think I'm the Macho Man thing. So I'm all about that. I, th I think Jay Lethal deserves a job somewhere that's going to use him properly. Now, I'm disappointed the person that came out wasn't Okada. That it wasn't... Uh, Really just Okada. The rumors that Tomohiro Ishii was backstage, Kazuchika Okada was backstage. I think Okada's the money. Not just because he's the rainmaker. Anybody that doesn't follow Japanese wrestling at this point is like, what the fuck are you talking about? So we're, we're going to get drunk here in a little bit. But I, I was really hoping for Kazuchika Okada. I'll take Jay Lethal. More power to him. He deserves a spot. So that brings us to the main event. Hangman Adam Page versus the AEW World Heavyweight Champion Kenny Omega. Now, this story is like... 
a year and a half in the build in building. And that's one thing I'll say about this match is it tells an amazing story. And it's told an amazing story. You had all of these guys that were friends. They were all in the bullet club together. They were in the elite together. Hangman was the young boy, quote unquote, like the, the, the new kid on the block for a while. I'm not going to spoil the story of the match, but we are going to say congratulations, Hangman Page, on the win, becoming the new AEW World Heavyweight Champion. I want to go ahead and throw it back to an interview that I actually had with Hangman Page back in like the fall of 2017, I think. This was at the height of uh, Bullet Club. I want to go ahead and throw this in. We'll check this out, kind of shout out to Hangman Page. And after that, we are going to make our first drink of the Christmas season. People of the internet, let's fucking go. sitting here across the table from Adam Page. Hey, uh, don't let him fool you. Uh, I am in his basement. He's got me tied up and he's kidnapped my ass. So <gasps> somebody please help me. No, no, shh, shh, no, 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 I, This is how bad I wanted to be in the Bullet Club. <laughs> no, no. But how's the tour been for you so, so uh, far? It's been great, man. The, the, the houses have been great. Everywhere's been, I, think, I think all of them are sold out this yeah. go around. They um, actually announced that uh, all four dates were sold out uh, before the first date started, I believe. That was the day they announced that you guys had sold out every single show. Oh, yeah. Insane. So, they, man, they have been rapid. I mean, like, just insane crowds. Um, so they've been great. Every morning's been Cracker Barrel. Um, I'm loving it. I'm feeling great. I'm having the time of my life. I was talking to Marty about that, too. The, the Cracker Barrel thing. What, now, is that when you get in the Bullet Club? Uh... You know, you, start, maybe. you have to go to Cracker Barrel. You know, I think the Bucks were always big fans of Cracker Barrel, so I think they're the main instigators. But I've always liked Cracker Barrel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of food I grew up on. So when I can, you know, when I'm on the road, you know, miles and miles away from home, it tastes like home. You know what I mean? Like, and you can actually get something healthy there. I grew um, up in so Kentucky, so I totally feel what you're saying, man. It's Biscuits, a gravy, oh my meat, God. potatoes, right. absolutely. Uh, so I was, what's what's the agenda when you guys go from city to city? Um, I saw you guys pulled up. You guys pull up. You guys pull up out here. First off, there is a fucking sea of black and white T-shirts out there. It's insane. Yeah. It, it, and like you, but you pull the bus right in front. Like, how intense has that ever gotten for you guys? Get trying to get out to the venue and it's like, hey, they're, um, they're they're right there. Yeah, it gets a little weird sometimes. Like today, we just stopped to go in a little convenience store, and I mean, just pulling over on the street and trying to walk right into the store and right back into the van is like nearly impossible um <laughs> so you know when we're close to the building yeah it gets gets a little crazy but it's cool i mean they're 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 fans of ours they're people yeah. who enjoy what we do and we'll always make time for those people definitely you know what I mean? so i mean the merchandising machine that is the bullet club t-shirts hoodies 
pop vinyl is just announced. Right. Censored bars. New hand gestures, it seems like. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. This, uh, well, we got the two suite taken away from us. Um, and I've got a couple pair of trunks. I literally just bought them. I've worn one pair twice and the other pair once. i got to sell them now. Right. Um, so don't don't tell them I'm wearing them this weekend. Um, but after this weekend, i, I got to sell them. Um, or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but they took that from us, so I don't know, man. Some of the some of the crowds been leaning towards the one suite. Um, what about just know, to? Like, like you're going to you're going to a place called Suite. Uh, no, two man. suite. No, no, I mean, nah. One one suite's kind of kind of working right now. So <sighs> maybe it's not. I don't know. Well, you guys, I mean, you you guys can get a thumbprint over. We're we're trying stuff out. Right. You know, we're just trying stuff out. We've got the creepy the, the, the creeping walk. Security guys walking past us. Yeah, Event staff creeping by. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So next to so tomorrow night in Chicago, and then Monday you guys have the big meet and greets at the ProWrestlingTees.com store. Absolutely. How is how has the relationship with them been, and now with them bringing you into Hot Topic? Hey man, that's been great. Um, that's been really cool. Uh, all of our stuff is just blown up in these Hot Topics. You know what I mean? Um, that's been really cool, and to get to be a part of kind of their grand opening is. Uh, is a testament to, I guess, what, what we've done collectively, what they've done, and what the fans have helped build. You know? yes. And uh, that's that's the special part. And there's still a ton more left to build for you guys. Oh, Where, my God, um, yeah. So you're, you're back from being kidnapped. Yes. What is the next step for Adam Page? Uh, well, number one, try not to get kidnapped again, I guess. Um, you know, we're, we are engaged in a bit of uh, warfare, it seems. Um, I don't know. And... It, if I tell you exact plans that may or may not exist, might be a little bit too spoilerish. Um, but I will tell you, just stay tuned to being the elite, and we'll we'll see what happens. Absolutely. And I also got to ask. I talked to Flip Gordon on Monday. Oh, I'm sorry. Did he get ribbed yet today? Uh, uh, not today, but I think tonight might be the six-man tag where it's him and best friends against uh, the Bucks and Kenny. So, uh, if we don't get him before, I'm sure they'll get him during the match. Poor Flip. Uh, Poor Welcome to Ring of Honor, though. God bless him. I don't, pit, I, I don't pity him. No. Well, once again, man, I want to thank you for your time. This has been so awesome. Uh, once again, I am sitting here, lucky enough to be sitting here with the hangman, Adam Page. He's just so blessed. I am. <laughs> I'm a blessed man today. Ring of Honor has blessed me. And Ring of Honor is going to bless all of Columbus, Ohio. You're going to bless. That sounds kind of dirty when you say We're it We're just like going to bless him straight down. We're going to bless him straight up. I love it. Columbus, Ohio, tonight you get blessed. Chicago, tomorrow you get blessed. And Monday, this coming Monday, ProWrestlingTees.com, you will all get blessed. All of Chicago. All of Chicago. I mean, Bullet Club all over. Two sweet, one sweet, all the sweet. Thank you. Thank you so much, Adam. Bless you. Bless you, sir.
internet is that time again. What are we making? This is the first in what we're calling the Christmas cocktail series, I guess. I didn't think about that till just now. So we're going to go ahead and start that the Christmas cocktail series. So we are going to call this the Kringle maker. This is going to be a play on a boiler maker. This is going to be using a, well, first off, let me explain what a boiler maker is. Classically, a boiler maker is two things, beer and whiskey. That's it. The name Boilermaker, I mean, cocktail names are one of those things where depending on where you heard it, certain things are right, certain things are wrong. From researching what I understand, traditionally Boilermakers were a drink, well, a combination of drinks associated with actual Boilermakers, people who made boilers and heaters and things like that and just laborers in general. Typically, first thing you would do is get a beer and a shot of whiskey after a hard day's work. Now, that became a combination of things. An, a, a glass of beer and a shot of whiskey, or putting the shot of whiskey, pouring it into the beer, and then well, pouring the whiskey in the glass and then pouring the beer on top of it. I've done both. In bartending, I've done some where you literally just pour the shot in the bottom of the glass and then top it off with beer, where you put the shot in a shot glass, fill the pint glass halfway, drop the shot in and chug it. That's kind of what we're going to do. And you really could even call it a boilermaker just by doing a shot and then chugging a beer. Either one of any, any one of those work, but what we're going to do with this, our play, the Kringle maker, a, it's going to be Christmassy as a motherfucker, really simple to make and fucking Christmas delicious people of the internet. So what do you need? First off, you will need whiskey. I am using Ezra Brooks, 90 proof straight rye whiskey. This is aged 24 months in new charred oak barrels. This is bottled for Lux Road Distillers, Bardstown, Kentucky, USA. I'm a big fan of Ezra Books as far as cheaper whiskeys go. That's what we're going to be using in this. And honestly, we're not going to add anything else to that, except what I call my bartender's ketchup. Now, I want to break that term down a little bit. Bartender's ketchup. Typically, there is an elderflower liqueur named, by the name of St. Germain. That, from my experience, has been referred to as bartender's ketchup. If your cocktail tastes weird and it doesn't taste right, add some St. Germain, makes it better. I'm going to use my bartender's ketchup. People of the internet, I'm using Traeger Smoked Simple Syrup. This is a vanilla clove simple syrup that's just been smoked over wood smoke. I fucking love this stuff. They, now they add smoked honey, salt, vanilla clove, and nutmeg 
and regular sugar. So it's got a great fall Christmassy flavor. So we've got whiskey. We've got simple syrup. Now we need beer. The beer we're using for this is going to be the from Rogue Brewing. Rogue Brew Brewering. Rogue Brewing. This is their Santa's Private Reserve 2021. I'm assuming every year they do a Santa's Private Reserve or they just started the series. This is the Kringle Crusher. This is an ale with natural flavor. It's got vanilla. It's aged on oak rum barrel chips. So I uh, had one of these last night to crack it open. I chilled one down and had it to kind of test the flavor for the cocktail and really fucking good. Now, the thing about this beer, it is a rich beer. Normally, you'd use like a lager beer for a boiler maker because you want it to have a certain amount of chugability, which you might not get with this. This is 8.5, 8.3. 8.3% alcohol by volume, 33 IBUs. Served in a one pint can, so served in a tall boy. Great artwork. It works great for this podcast because the art is Santa Claus elbow dropping a Krampus, but that's going to be a good Christmassy sweet ale for the Kringle Maker our play on a Boilermaker. So, all we're gonna need, hardware-wise, is a pint glass and a shot glass. We ain't stirring shit. We ain't shaking shit. I'ma put the stuff in the pint glass. I'ma put the whiskey in the shot glass. I'ma drop the shot glass in the pint glass, and I'ma chug the whole thing. We're gonna see how this works. So. I'm okay, so I'm using a bigger than normal pint glass. I have this, so it's not a pint. This, does it say the size on this? Well, it says it's a pint. Yeah, it says it's a 16 ounce pint glass, but I like this glass because it feels a lot bigger. This particular glass came with the Iron Maiden Trooper beer. The band Iron Maiden released a beer, uh, Trooper, with Robinson's Brewery. And this is a commemorative glass for that. It's it feel, it's thinner, it's wider, and it just it feels bigger. We're not going to fill this all the way. We're only going to fill it a little over halfway with stuff. Because the goal is going to take up a lot of volume when we put the shot glass in there. And we, I, I want to avoid uh, spillage. So first thing I'm gonna do, I am gonna go ahead and add my simple syrup. Now here's the thing: I don't want you guys to have to use pour spouts. I don't have to. You want you to. I don't want you to have to measure stuff for this. For this drink, I just want this to be something you can just make in a cup and chug. So I'm gonna say, give it a good glug. Good glug of syrup. What's that um, from Elf? Syrup. Candy canes, candy corn. Yeah. So we've got our smoked vanilla simple syrup in the cup. I'm going to crack this beer. Now, normally, 
when pouring a beer, I do the whole thing, pour it down the side of the glass at the right angle so the head does, no, fuck that. I want carbonation to kind of jumble up this syrup. So I'm just gonna give it a good normal ass pour. Let it get a, like, no, don't pour a lot in. Pour enough just to kind of get the syrup moving around. Because you want the syrup mixed in with the beer decently. So I've got a good start on this. Ooh, you can smell that smokiness. Now I'm gonna pour it like a normal, I don't wanna make too much head. We're only gonna go about halfway up the glass. You might, you might have to go in sections, like I'm doing. I'm pouring a little bit. I'm gonna let it sit for a sec. Let that head chill out. Let that foam go down a little bit. Before I add a little more beer. sit. I'm gonna let that foam go down. I'm not gonna do it, but any of you older cats out there ever heard that thing where you put your finger in your ear and then you put it in your beer and the earwax from your ear is supposed to make the foam go away in your beer. I'm not doing that. I haven't done that in, I think I only did it once when I was younger and some idiot told me to do it. But I just didn't know if anybody else had ever heard of that. So, after a few pours, we've got about half a cup of beer. About half our pint glass of beer. So, we've got half a pint glass of beer. We've got to take the shot glass. Pour ourselves a shot of Evzra Brooks Straight Rye Whiskey. Well... This will just be a taste. <sighs> so, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna fill that shot glass up. So, there it is. Like I said, ladies and gentlemen, no stirring, no shaking, nothing. We're gonna Put syrup and a beer in a cup. Then we're gonna put whiskey in a shot glass. We're gonna drop shot glass in beer. We're gonna hope it doesn't overflow. And I'm gonna chug it. The goal is to drink it all in one hit. So. Fuck. Merry fucking Christmas, I guess. All right, people of the internet, we've got simple syrup and beer, half a, half a pint. We have a shot glass full of Ezra Brooks straight rye, rye whiskey. I'm going to drop the shot glass in the beer and chug it. And hopefully not regret this. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Oh, oh my God. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, this is just a nice surprise. Oh, Clark. Oh, this is just a real nice surprise. Oh, fuck. 
Oh, fuck. Oh, Merry Christmas. Fuck! Okay, so... Oh, God. That was intense. That was... 90 proof whiskey. 8.5% beer. A lot of sugar. Chugged. Scattered, smothered, covered. Oh, fuck. Do this. Don't don't not do it. It was good. It's fun. Now I think I can go fight Santa Claus. People of the internet, this has been the Kringle Maker. I'm gonna encourage. I'm gonna encourage you to do this. Uh, make it your own. Change up the beer. Change up the whiskey. Maybe you want to add another kind of flavor instead of the smoke simple syrup that I added. But if that ain't a holiday tradition in this house, I don't fucking know what is. I hope you guys enjoyed this just as much as I did. Go watch some pro wrestling. Go drink some drinks. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at Getting Worked. Follow me on Instagram at Getting Worked with Mike. There is no second G in getting. Ladies and gentlemen, people of the internet, I'm going to pass it off to the music master of this show, Max Caster Platinum Max. Take it away. I'll see you next week. We got drunk. We marked out. We'll see you next week. This is Platinum Max. Signing off. Getting worked. There's no G in yet. Except for the first G, of course. Driving in your car, getting worked. Slacking at your job, getting worked. At the DMV, getting worked. In the VIP, getting worked. Out, getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting worked. Get, getting worked. Getting worked. Getting work, get, getting work, getting work, getting work, get, getting work. Get, get